0: Hello, disruptors, and welcome back to the 67th episode of the Allergy Disruptor podcast with your host Bennett Leon. Uh, today, we're going to be covering uh, section two of this episode, and we have Ashley back with us to cover it as well. Hey, everyone absolutely so today we have a heater episode we are going to be continuing that topic of ahmaud arbery the shooting that happened in georgia we're going to be covering a new video with new revelations that have come out about that video um topics like the the new prosecutors and how they mishandled that case um the video uh, that we also showed in the last episode but we'll, we'll hit it again on this one just to get in it and stuff um as well as some new information that the mcmichaels Used to work with uh, some of the the prosecutors and whatnot, Um, but we'll find out a lot more. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the video. Okay, here we go. Now, to the new developments in the killing of Mod Aubrey, a young, unarmed black man in Georgia, the state's attorney general is now asking the Justice Department to investigate the handling of the case as
1: authorities review newly obtained surveillance. And in the moments before the shooting, Steve olson has the latest. He joins us this morning from Netflix. Good morning, Steve. Good morning to you, Robin. This state's attorney general is asking, of course, the U.S. Justice Department, Justice Department, as you said, to look into this case, but in particular to look into the actions of the two prosecutors who did not issue charges in this case and who removed themselves from this investigation because of their connections to the two accused murderers, one of them. State investigators who've taken over this case from county authorities are this morning looking at new videos that appear to show Ahmad Arbery in the moments before he was shot and killed by Travis McMichael and his father, Gregory, who spent a career in law enforcement working for local prosecutors. The two were charged with murder last week, nearly two and a half months after this killing was reported on a cell phone in February. They say they were trying to make a citizen's arrest when they say this young black man had fought them.
0: Okay, so first off, let's let's hit that topic of like citizens arrest, right? right. <laughs> because like, like obviously one of them was a former cop, right? The uh, the uh, George Michaels, the senior, right? Uh, the dad was a former cop, right? He was actually the one to work with that prosecutor, which that recused herself from the case because of her uh, their relationship together and working together for so long. Um, but to label it as like a citizen's arrest and, and to use that as kind of an excuse to me screams like uh, white privilege. Like mm-hmm. this is not something that everyone does. Like imagine like w- this video happening to like a white person.
2: The and opposite people, way, this yeah.
0: Would not happen. Like a white person would not get chased down in a, ch- in a pickup truck with two white dudes pointing shotguns at them and threatening them. Uh, saying that they were burglars just because they took uh, they took a, l- a look around inside the house, which he probably maybe shouldn't have done, but that's not a crime. What he did was not a crime. It's been proven time and time again. So
2: absolutely not. For all we know, he could have been looking at buying a house, or maybe he's looking to build a house or something. I mean, <laughs> that's just crazy.
0: To me, that just kind of was more like of a curious move on his part, like yeah. he was just like jogging in the, in his neighborhood in his own fucking neighborhood that is majority white, uh, a majority of white neighbors, by the way. Uh, he was just jogging. I'm assuming just looked saw like a, a house under construction. Like, oh, I'm gonna check it out. Like, it looks kind of interesting. Like that just seems so innocent to me. And yet he a few uh, a little bit down the road, he he got killed uh, by his own neighbors. So. Um, Really just just something else. Let's resume the video. According to police, the McMichaels Michaels told them they thought
1: that Arbury looked like someone who was seen breaking into neighborhood homes. But this morning, those same police shared that there were no reports
0: of burglaries or thefts in that area <laughs> two before Arbery was killed. This- so in the two months before Arbury was killed, there was no uh, record of uh, burglaries or anything like that in that same area. Yeah, is-
2: that's what they claimed.
0: Used that the McMichael yeah. used to go after him with because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we thought he was burglarizing. You're just fucking racist, bro. Just admit it.
2: And they work for our police, which Sorry, I think is also that? I said, and they work for our police, which I think is also kind of a scary thought.
0: <laughs> but in- I mean, <laughs> it's a- not
2: <laughs> funny, but I mean, like, what?
0: but not in common at the same time, you know, like this isn't a new thing for the police as well. 100%. Uh, in any way. The, I mean, the police's origins also go back to the KKK. So yeah. it's, not, well, it's, any, it's not anything new for them at all.
2: Not at all. And the, and the mass incarceration movement was literally built on locking up black men.
0: That's very unfortunate. Let's resume the video.
2: for Aubrey was killed
1: and
0: shows a man walking into an open home construction site Hold on what he did what
2: That's what he did he was, Oh my bad I thought it
1: was easy <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, like, if they, even if they were right, let's say, like this dude, they thought he was burglarizing or whatever the place. He would literally have to be the shittiest burglar ever because he didn't walk out with anything more than what he came in with. Was literally just a clothes on his back. Didn't, dude, didn't even have his phone with him. I don't think.
2: Well, and if he's in, even if he did, I don't. Even if he stole a flat screen TV. Even stand-your-ground laws do not give you the right to go and shoot somebody. Like, that was not your property. You can't go and search after this person. Citizens arrest or not, you can't shoot somebody. Period.
0: <laughs> white privilege, dude. That's white fucking privilege if I've ever seen it.
2: What's white privilege is the fact that they did not get arrested right on the spot. I mean, that is com- completely crazy. I mean, we see people getting car accidents and they get arrested quicker than this. I mean, really, you do.
0: It's <laughs> insane. All right, let's resume. In a statement overnight, the owners
1: of that home under construction make it very clear they had nothing to do with the young man's death and say that they want Maude parents to know that they are very sorry for the loss of their son and they are praying for them. The family says they have no relationship with the McMichaels and would have never wanted what they call a vigilante response. The family that owns that home where that home was being built, the construction site, says that when they looked at the video, they weren't even sure that it was Arbery. Arbery was seen out jogging that day. It is a mostly white neighborhood, and authorities tell us that the only police report that they have in the area around the shooting was a gun theft the car and that, that home where that happened was the home
0: of Travis McMichael one of the two cool thank you so funny so the only report that in the area in those last two months was from the fucking from themselves because uh, I think that's the the dad right he's he mentioned yeah the mm-hmm. dad fired at the, the gun so really yeah. interesting. really funny to hear that that last part um, but yeah that's basically the end of the video. So uh, let me put this. So uh your your take on like that whole this whole thing up till up until now?
2: Just no words, really. I mean, when I found out that they weren't arrested immediately, I was
0: crazy stunned.
2: Right? Probably, I mean, to, that's not even the right word. um I was just absolutely outraged, and I, I think that. We know, right, that, and we talk about this a lot, that systemic racism is in a plethora of institutions in the United States, but especially the criminal justice system, 100%. Um, and that can be seen very obviously by the population um, in, our, in our prisons. Um, but this was something that I think Pretty much everybody in this country can look at or will look at and say is absolutely one hundred percent wrong. I mean, I even think racists will say this. <laughs> like you know, um this is a modern I, I mean, and I this is such a powerful statement, I guess that I'm gonna make, but I think that it's true is it was like a modern day lynching. Um, you know, it was just something that is a normal situation for someone like me, a white person, and yet it became a life or death situation for him and for doing nothing besides taking a jog, um, and looking at a house, which who's to say that the McMichaels even saw him looking at this house prior to this incident, you know, um, I just think that a lot, I, and I hope—I I really hope—that a lot of people are looking at this and thinking this is completely ridiculous. Um, and I, I, I can, from the overwhelming support that the Arbery family has gotten and his, you know, justice for Ahmad has in the run for Ahmad and everything. Um, I think that a lot of people are really waking up to this racism that still exists today, and it's going to be harder for people to say now that racism isn't prominent in the US, because it clearly is, it clearly is. And the fact that they were in law enforcement is another um, point right there. Um, Yeah,
0: and there's a word for that, institutional racism.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: And that is like, we kind of talked about it earlier, um, goes back to their roots uh, Mm -hmm. from the police enforcement. Um, But yeah, they are not, it's not new to them at all to kind of operate that kind of way. Um, but not to say that all of them are about at the same time either. They, um, keep the cycle going in a certain type of way. Um, but that's why I feel like this kind of actions like this and results like this are because of the system that exists in today's society and has existed for decades now. The society and the same institution that would... Uh, blast um, black people uh, that were out protesting um, for civil rights in the '60s. That was the Chicago police letting dogs out on people. Yeah. Uh, Jim Crow type shit, not letting like like when is this when is this gonna end for them? Like,
2: is the two hundred years riots. of slavery
0: not enough? Like,
2: yeah.
0: Everything that they went through, and they're still getting killed just because they're black, and they. I just yeah. it, dude. Like, I don't get how this is happening, I, like it makes it much worse that they were, for, like the guy, that was a former cop. Because like, oh, you no, know, like the dude is supposed to be there for the community to serve and protect. And what did he do later on when he was like, uh, I mean, obviously he was retired, but like, you know the rules, bro. Like, what are you doing? Well,
2: and I think this is exactly why people were so outraged when this whole hashtag Black Lives Matter uh, movement came and then people started saying, well, hold on, all lives matter. I I was one of those people that were enraged because it's like, look, that is not, that's not applicable because not all lives are being <laughs> threatened by the people who are supposed to be protecting our society. Um, and this is exactly one of those situations where I think people The fact that they were former law enforcement and current law enforcement, I think, should wake people up to the fact that this whole Black Lives Matter movement is so much more, um, it's so much more of a necessity right now than people are giving on to, Um, and I mean, Jen and I, we talk all the time about the amount of people, and I think you've even mentioned it before, like, there's always shit going on over here uh, at a by our house, and it's, I, I can't, I have never seen more people be stopped and then let go um, for without any type of citation or anything um, than at living at this corner stop sign here. Um, and every single person they pull over is Hispanic or black every single person um, actually except for one white person I actually saw them get a ticket so,
0: uh, <laughs> one one white guy that one time
2: <laughs> yeah uh, it was a white girl and she actually got a oh. ticket too well it looked like he gave her something um, but yeah and and the majority of them they are they have to get out of their car they get their car searched um, and 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 I'm gonna just put this out there. I know that if you're on parole, that is something that's part of your parole. If you're pulled over, they can search your car. That's already probable cause um, because you're on parole. But are all these people they're stopping on parole? I don't think so. <laughs> I do not think so. Um, but people get so afraid of their law enforcement, um, and for reasons like this, also, um, that they just say yes, they say, you know, whatever. And especially because, well, they don't find anything. They have nothing to hide. I have never seen anybody get arrested at this stop sign ever, ever. The entire time I've lived here, I've seen people get stopped. I've seen their cars get searched. I have never seen anybody get arrested. Um, so it's, it's just crazy to me that people don't see this as being an issue. But I'm hoping that this um, Ahmad Arbery situation, this horrible situation will make people realize that racism is still so so much of a big deal, so much of a problem.
0: Absolutely, Um, and I think that's a great way to kind of think about it is to really, I mean, nothing really highlights the racism more than this kind of stuff. the this like action against Michael Brown, Fajardo Castillo, like you name them, like like they're all, it's the same thing over and over again, and it's always the same situation, always the same situation. They're always unarmed. Mm-hmm. They, they were just minding their own business or doing something uh, that had nothing related to what the uh, the person who killed them ended up going for, um, and the result is uh, a bunch of dead black uh dead black people um and that's not something that that's not an america that i want to live in that i want to be a part of and like willingly a part of so that's why mm-hmm. uh, we take the time out of uh the day to explain everything the injustices, whether they're not if they're not obvious enough as they are um, but like, there's a lot of stuff that also goes on in the background, like that prosecutor type deal. Like they're also knowing each other, like a lot of protecting each other in law enforcement. That's very problem. Yeah. So when something goes <coughs> down, the, the department, uh, covers the police up, uh, they do their internal investigations that have no accountability. And these people end up like coming back into, uh, coming back to work as police officers, like after like a couple months of being off of uh, being paid, uh being paid and like working from home or some shit. So like, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I think that's a great way to think about it. Ooh, one thing I also want to talk about is um we are planning to run for uh Ahmad. I know the thing was more of like kind of last weekend, but Ashley and I have really been wanting to do it. We got fucked on Sunday Sunday.
1: We, I, know, I know it ended up
0: raining uh, in our area in Chicago on sunday so we were unable to run then but we are definitely going to do it this week right ash <laughs> yes <100%. laughs> um, 100 so <if> <laughs> percent yeah so if any of you guys are in the chicagoland area uh we would love to hear back from you uh we're gonna run in i believe this area i think we're gonna come uh to Elgin and run uh for a mod. so if but it kind of depends like if more people are over, over chicago like hell yeah let's do it wherever i don't I, as long as we do it i don't care um, yeah. so if you, any of you guys are listening to this, just go ahead join in, um, hit us up on social media so we can link up and uh, do that together. So, uh, Absolutely. With that. But once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast. Um, once again, our mission is only to educate you to make better voting decisions when the time comes uh, and to, of course, make a better place because of that, you know. Um, so make sure you also tell your mom, your kids, your dad, your dog, your parents, your uh, everyone uh, about the podcast, uh, this progressive podcast that only... Um, wants to better the lives of the working class, the many against the few. So once again, with that, thanks again for tuning in and we will see you on the next
2: episode. Bye.